Hola, it's Kaipacha with the weekly paleo report for June 15th of 2022. Astrology for the soul. Believe it or not, what I talk about in these uh, paleo reports uh, is actually an astrological interpretation of the energies that are going on at the time of the report. However, there are so many energies going on, especially this week, <laughs> that I'm not always referencing the planets and the signs and the aspects and the houses. Uh, so, especially for those who are not familiar with astrology, I don't want to get anybody confused. But let's just look at some of these aspects. It's so powerful. The, the moon is in uh, Capricorn now. We had that beautiful full moon. The strawberry full moon is what the native indigenous uh, American uh, uh, natives have to call that moon of June. After that, she's gone now into Capricorn, and she will be moving through Capricorn. She'll be conjuncting uh, with Pluto tomorrow, Thursday, before she goes into Aquarius. So she's waning now, right, after the full you know, that's a kind of a peak. It's kind of a culmination. I'm sure you, uh, you probably felt it. You know, it's a super sensitive time. And then it begins to wane, 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 moving the life force into consciousness. So we're, uh, you know, this the, the next two weeks here of the, of the waning moon is about uh, expanding our consciousness. And, of course, Aquarius is going to do just that. <laughs> She's going to bump into Saturn while she moves through Aquarius, right? And then uh, square the moon's nodes, of course. We'll talk more about that. And, oh, my God, I'm going to fall. And, uh, yeah, and then go into Pisces. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus. These freaking rocks, you know, that's the thing. You've got to pay attention these days to where you are and what you're doing. And I get lost in these intellectual <laughs> mind games. <laughs> Speaking of the moon in Aquarius and astrology, right? Oh, my God. Anyway, where was I? I mean, that's, that's just the moon, man. Venus. Let's just look at Venus now. Venus is moving through Taurus. She is coming into an exact conjunction with the north node of the moon tomorrow super powerful time this whole week of venus conjunct the north node in her home sign of taurus i'm going to be talking about that and then she of course moves on to square saturn because saturn is square the nodes and we know that saturn's going retrograde the nodes are going retrograde this has been going on for a while and it will continue to go on for a while Blockages, stops, hindrances, karma, you name it. Whoosh! I'm going to be talking about that a little bit. <laughs> and then, of course, the, the interesting thing is that Saturn and Neptune are so close to each other that they are, in by degree, right, by degree, it's like, okay, well, she squares Saturn and sextiles Neptune the next day. Okay, and the sun is going to square Neptune, but trine Saturn. Okay, uh, you know, that is also coming up, you know, practically on the same day. It is just uh, absolutely amazing. That is tomorrow. Sun trines uh, Saturn and squares Neptune. And then goes on to inconjunct Pluto by Sunday before he moves into Cancer. 
Yes, indeed. The summer solstice in the northern hemisphere. Sun goes into Cancer on Tuesday. Ah, yeah, baby. Beautiful, beautiful time. The longest day of the year up here in the northern hemisphere. The shortest day of the year down south. Yeah. And so we've got these, these movements of the sun shifting signs we've got venus conjuncting the north node and what else mars mars moving through his own home sign of aries bumps smack dab right in the middle around 15 degrees conjuncts chiron the wounded masculine so we've got some very, very powerful, uh, that's happening like right now as I speak. Mars is conjunct Chiron. Yeah. So we've got a lot of things going on, a lot of energy, and I'll try to make sense of it all. Well, uh, it's never perfect, and then uh, it always is perfect. The perfect background, the perfect lighting, the perfect this, the perfect that. We can get so caught up in all of the complexities of modern life. <laughs> Whoa, Nelly. So, what a, you know, I, I would just want to really look at this Venus conjunct the North Node in Taurus with Mars conjuncting Chiron in Aries at the same time there there are no accidents we know with astrology we also know that the soul always creates exactly what it needs to grow and evolve I've been preparing for uh, this weekend I'm going to be doing the astrology of sexuality up in Lake Tahoe I'm going to be doing it again in a few weeks in Ibiza Spain um, that will be posted shortly. Maybe I'll put a link down below for that workshop. Yeah, I'm heading over to Spain next month and then onward to Turkey and Greece. But yeah, so, you know, I, I'm, I'm looking at all this stuff and, and, and really going and delving deeply into the nature of sexuality, nature into the, of, you know, of the masculine and the feminine and the yin and the yang, because this is really what this North Node in Taurus is all about. Taurus is coming down to self-sufficiency, the survival of our physical body, our soul, Venus, is the relationship of our soul and how it connects to our physical body. It is the nature of the feminine. So I'm going and I'm reviewing some of Jeffrey Wolf Green's material. He's my teacher of evolutionary astrology and he's going back and back and back through the ancient days of the matriarchy, the ancient days when there was peace and harmony and we lived in balance and in alignment with natural law. Natural law. There's a many, many natural laws. There's the law of one, that everything is connected. There's the law of three, of Brahma, Vishnu, Shiva, that the, you know all of creation goes through you know, this trinity, there's the, the law of karma, there's, there are so many natural laws, and living in harmony with these natural laws, which are of Gaia, and, and, and we pick up in our physical body, 
We, our, our somatic wisdom, Sophia, yes, wisdom, is anthroposophia, you know, is, you know, the, it's even a feminine, <laughs> feminine energy of, uh, that, you know, that translates into wisdom teachings, and it's the wisdom of man and, you know, the wisdom of humanity. Anyway, he talks about this myth of Adam and Eve. Many of you may be familiar with this myth, and it really kind of threw everything wacko. And it was kind of really brought in the patriarchy. Because what it had was it had the feminine tempting the masculine with the apple. Yes, and the, the Adam's apple still stuck in there. <laughs> the guys can get it, right? Uh, you know, and, and what did this do? This, this created an inequality. This created a separation. Because then the, it made the man more spiritual, more light, above the feminine that was tempting him and drawing him down. And then he fell and he partook okay, of, you know, the apple that was offered to him by the woman, right? You know, and, and it created this whole dynamic that is still going on. <laughs> and so it's, you know, it had the effect, right, then of, you know, uh, suppressing and dominating and, you know, bringing the feminine energy of the goddess of Gaia down beneath that of the man. And this brought in what? shame. Remember, they covered themselves, they, Adam and Eve left the garden and they covered up their genitals, right, you know, with the big leaves. And they became ashamed of their bodies, ashamed of their sexuality, ashamed of their, you know, physical human nature. And this is still going on today. And when shame and guilt are brought into the picture, there is not, there is this you know, this, these feelings of shame and guilt lead to a sense of, I am not worthy, I am not enough, I am not beautiful, I am not a son and daughter of creator or source, that I am lacking, that I don't deserve to have abundance, that I don't deserve to have pleasure and joy in this world. And, and, and it's created this whole domino effect that's been going on for 6,500 years. I mean, we're going back to like, you know, Lilith and Inanna. This is Gilgamesh. This is Cuneiform. This is, I'm going back to Turkey, right? You know, to Gobekli Tepe, you know, next month. I'll try to do a, a Pele report from there. But, you know, these, these are the ancient, ancient, ancient days. The fall of the matriarchy. And we were there. This is what's important. During these times where things are going up and things are going down and there's inflation and there's poverty and the stock market is crazy and the crypto is crazy and, you know, the LGBTQ plus is, you know, going on. There's all this kind of energy, political and, you know, financial and everything is in flux. Everything is in flux. And it's easy. And what this is, is this is Saturn moving through Aquarius. And it's going to be there until next March, two and a half years, almost three years in Aquarius. And Saturn is restructuring and reforming society. 
And it is, and, and you can even look back three months ago when Venus was conjunct Saturn, that kind of started it. But now Venus has moved, okay, three quarters of the way around. It's a 90 degree square. Okay, this is a time to embody, okay, a new structure, a new form. Saturn also rules guilt and shame and judgment from external authorities. And so we can get a lot of this kind of coming through the media, kind of, you know, the cancel culture and the pointing fingers and the blaming the left or the right or the blue or the red or the men or the women or blah, blah, blah. It's, you know, there's all this kind of stuff going on. But Venus now is connecting to this north node of the moon in Taurus. And this is a coming home, like I spoke of in last week's report, this coming home to our physical body. This coming home to a sense of comfort and joy in nature. And that's where, the, you know, that's where the mantra for this week comes from. I come to the mountains, forests, and streams to connect with my heart and soul. The evolutionary intention of Taurus, okay, this goal of Taurus is to fully appreciate and embrace the beauty of this physical world. Now, at the same time, it's squaring to Saturn. And, and this can lead to, you know, the, the, the astrologer, the, the book def definition can be depression because Saturn is reflection. So it's time to reflect very deeply upon what creates our security. Is it money? that makes us secure? Is it an intimate partnership that makes us secure? Is it a job that makes us secure? This Taurus is around becoming self-sufficient. And it is no accident now that the sun comes around through Gemini, okay? And Neptune creates a 270 degree square to the sun. And that sun creates, again, this trine to Saturn. And, and this brings me into, you know, th th like this is a time of finding our security in our infinite nature, in our infinite spiritual reincarnating soul that has been through the rise and fall of India and the rise and fall of Rome and the rise and fall of England and will go through the rise and the fall of the United States and we are we are beyond all this they called it Maya for a very good reason <laughs> And if we attach, this is the south node of the moon in Scorpio, emotionally attaching to something outside of ourselves for our security, we can experience this loss, abandonment, neglect, you know, where things don't go our way because they're, they're not meant to. Our evolutionary journey is becoming more self-aware of how powerful we are and where does that power come from it comes from our connection 
It comes from us being a ray of light from the source of all light. It comes from each one of us, yeah, being a thread in the tapestry of life. It comes from our eternal, infinite self. This is Neptune in Pisces. And yes, you know, this square to the sun is saying we need to break out of, okay, you know, what is going on, okay, in the chitter chatter of the media, in the chitter chatter of, you know, our addictions to, okay, you know, the, the drama and the intensity and the ups and downs and who's winning and who's losing and who's got more and who's got less and who's on top and who's on bottom. There is all of this drama going on right now. I mean, I, I feel kind of sucked into it. <laughs> I'm an astrologer, right? I mean, the, the job, my job, okay, astrology is built on observation and correlation. So I, you know, I, I'm always, you know, needing to stay up with, you know, everything that's going on and correlate it with what's going on up with the planet and the stars. And this is what astrology is all about. It, it makes sense. <laughs> out of this freaking madness, man. Ow! <laughs> oh, my God. And so what I want to get into, okay, just a little more. And, and I, I'm, I am going to Zoom uh, this uh, Sunday uh, to the New Paradigm School of Astrology. I don't know if you know about the school. If you're in the school, awesome. It's 22 bucks a month. I mean, and you get a whole library of videos as well as chat groups and all kinds of as much more astrology than you can digest. <laughs> you can join the school and, and, and check out. Yeah, Sunday's, uh, Sunday's event, you know, through Zoom. But um Somebody in the comments last week asked if I would put it up on YouTube. I don't know that I'm going to put it up on YouTube. I'm going to, um, I mean, I got to always see what comes through and what I say and, you know, uh, what it feels like <laughs> before I go throwing it out there to the wolves. <laughs> oh, man. But what I wanted to get into is just, you know, how this whole Adam and Eve and how this advent of religion and socio-cultural religious conditioning of patriarchal, hierarchical, male-dominated his, his story over thousands of years has seeped into the genetic stream and seeped into the, you know, the collective unconscious. And, you know, it's all just kind of like, you know, sewage bubbling up. <laughs> this is you know just like oh my god you know it's time to look at all of this and get rid of it get rid of it because we know that there's a couple responses to guilt and shame one is masochism and the other is sadism yeah, because, you know, uh, the masochist feels guilty and ashamed and whips themselves and beats themselves up and tries to be better and tries to learn and listen and, you know, da -da -da -da, you know and just, you know, has a self-image in the toilet. And the sadist feels that guilt and it feels that shame and it gets pissed off. Who, who, who do they think they are to call me this or to keep me down or to not, da, 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 you know, and so we get this dynamic, 
It's sadomasochism. It goes back and forth and back and forth, and it has to do with the Pisces-Virgo axis. It has to do with Neptune and Mercury, and we're going to just, you know, and so here we have this Neptune square the sun in the sign of Gemini, ruled by Mercury. So, you know, we can spin out, okay, very much with our anger, and, and we can spin out with our guilt and our shame, and we can go down or we can go up, but what we're really being called to do with the North Node in Taurus and the Pluto polarity point in Cancer is to come home to ourselves, to come home to simplicity, and to realize that we are eternal souls and we are visiting. We're traveling through this time-space dimension. We borrowed these bodies. I like that song by the Allman Brothers, you can't lose what you never had. None of this is ours. The idea of ownership, okay, even the Native Americans, you know, uh, you know, did not have, they didn't own Gaia. They thought the idea of actually owning pieces or chunks of land was like insane. <laughs> we don't own this planet. And we don't own, we are, we're guests. Gaia is a wonderful hostess for us passing through the school of planet Earth. This brings us into a state of appreciation. This brings us into a state of gratitude. And this reminds me of the song for today. And I know it's a little cheesy, <laughs> but it is, it was written by a slave trader. Yeah, this guy that grew up and he, he was a captain on his boat and he used to bring slaves over from Africa to North America. John Newton. And he lived a wretched life. And he was full of guilt and shame. Especially because I think he was brought up by uh, his, his father was a minister or something. So he had these uh, roots in England where he had a bunch of, you know, Adam and Eve stuff going on where the men are supposed to be good <laughs> or closer to God <laughs> or some kind of BS. Anyway, <laughs> he, he, he ends up you know, taking a, you know, a boatload of slaves across the ocean and he runs into a storm and his ship almost goes down. And he's woken up in the middle of the night and he has to, you know, come up and he's just like, oh my God. And, he, and he's, he's steering, you know, and here then he just like, you know, he prays. He prays to God, goddess. To him, it was God for grace, amazing grace. It is by grace that we will be led home. It is by grace. It is by magic. It is by Neptune and Pisces. It is by not all of our efforts and our will. This is the healing of Mars Chiron in Aries. The healing of this masculine is it's not my will. It's thy will. There's only one will, and that will is to love, accept, and recognize, recognize and appreciate the law of one, the connection of all that is with everything else that is. 
coming into that space is Venus, conjunct the North Node. And that is the healing energy of Chiron in Aries. We've got a lot of healing to do. We've got a lot of shedding to do. We've got a lot of letting go to do of this temporal world. And whether it's your money or your job or your family or your house, stay in this place of the eternal. Don't lose ourselves in the temporal. So repeat this mantra over and over again. I have since it came to me this morning. <laughs> Just walking down here, man. I can't wait to jump in that water. But, um, yeah, yeah. I come to the mountains, forests, and streams to connect with my heart and soul. Sitting in silence under the sun, I know all I need to know. I've been like, I always freak out with like when I'm giving a talk or I'm giving a workshop or I'm, you know, doing a retreat or something like that. It's like, oh, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? You know, and I'm got to do it. I got to prepare for the Bailey report and I get all that. I got to study and I got to learn and I got to know everything. And it was just like, it was like last night. It was just like, bam, stop it. Stop it. Let it all go. It's scary to let go. It's scary to sit. Turn off the phone and turn off the computer and turn off the this and the turn off the that and come out to the rock and sit on the rock with nothing. Nothing. And tap into everything. It's amazing how nourishing how strengthening, how empowering. Having nothing, being nothing, seeking nothing, wanting nothing, surrendering all of the desires. This is Saturn. This is, this is self-control. This is, you know, Saturn is that self-discipline and the sign of Aquarius, of non-attachment. Stepping in, stepping out of attachment, not going down with the Titanic. Just ohm. The other song that I've got for today, it's a beautiful one. And if you think you got it bad, check out this video. I'm going to put a link for it in the notes under the Pele Report in uh, on, on YouTube. Yeah. And uh, it's a uh, Biro. Koth Bureau, African song. Check it out. One more time then. Ready? And I come to the mountains, forests, and streams to connect with my heart and soul. Sitting in silence under the sun, I know all I need to know. It's all inside. Go there. Namaste. Aloha. So much love. Okay, I'll give this one a shot here. I call this spirit. <laughs> <clears throat> mm-hmm.
dawn break. The child awakes now to the day Right behind our eyes For the self And the child I want And the bird The bird flies Through the sky From tree to tree no idea that it's free. All but you and I, we try and we try now to be just like that bird. 